Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast with my parents, Clark and Bobby. We'll talk about the Bible and the Holy Spirit adventures. Thanks for listening. Hey everybody, welcome to your Friday. Clark and I are here. We're in Romans again. It's the same people, same book of the Bible if you've been with us. Um, super excited because uh, there's good stuff in Romans 14. Also, because the Super Bowl is coming, which, you know, means good snacks and uh, funny commercials sometimes. I don't know. I, however, though. I, oh, it's also a football game. Yeah. <laughs> we, I feel like we've had what? this conversation the last couple of years. Okay, and that let's the, just start the, over. The commercials, <laughs> the commercials have gone downhill. I remember being a little kid and, like, I yeah, remember I know, the Budweiser true. and Frogs. In the what's up? Like those commercials, so clearly. You're right, let's get rid of our TV. All this is garbage. Oh, I feel like I'm a better man for it. What's up? Anyway, it does. It brings back good memories of me. It would just like I, you know, I had all sisters, and then I had all girl cousins with my mom's sister. So there's eight of us, and it was literally like, hey, let's get together, and they'd come over, and the football game would be on. I don't even know, like, the score or whatever's going on. But, but Bobby is now a diehard Dallas Cowboys fan. I know, but they're not in the Super Bowl. They should be. <laughs> but Joe Burrow is, and we know who that is. Yeah. He's a... Cal asked uh, me for a Joe Burrow jersey last quarterback. week. Quarterback. I have a legit yeah. conflict of interest in my heart right now. I know. Just One, pray for Clark. Let your son be what he wants. He wants to cheer for the Bengals. Oh, man. They're in the Super Bowl. The Cowboys aren't, but... At the end of the day, it could be his AFC team, and the Cowboys could be his NFC team. Working on it. Pray for Clark. Sorry, you guys. Yeah. Anyways, last podcast in the Book of Romans. Yeah. Um, looking at it. <laughs> so Romans 14. Okay. But the, the verses that are really the linchpin for the whole chapter sure. and conversation and really train of thought through throughout this portion of Romans comes from Romans 14, verses 18 and 19. Paul says... Whoever thus serves Christ is acceptable to God and approved by men. So then, let us pursue what makes for peace mm-hmm. and for mutual upbuilding. So within the context of this whole conversation, the end goal here is to glorify God and to, up, to build up everybody around you. So mm-hmm. when you're reading within Romans 14, they're talking about really odd things if this is the first time you've ever read it. Like, wait, some days of the week are more important to others and mm-hmm. some are worse. Yeah. Or some foods are permissible Vegetarians? and some foods are wrong. Yes. Like, what's he talking about? Mm. Remember when Bobby gave us the context for the book of Romans so well last two weeks ago, there's a collision right now of Jewish Christians and Gentile Christians coming together, and they're trying to figure out what, like, old ways of life do you hold on to, yeah. and then what's the new way of doing things. So, for instance, uh, you go to the Ten Commandments. Keeping a Sabbath and having it be a specific day of the week uh, that was considered ceremonial law in the Old Testament, and that did not cross over to the New Testament. So the New Testament does still talk about keeping a Sabbath. However, it does not say it must be on a specific day of the week. Mm-hmm. So when Paul's talking to these people saying some have weak straight faith, some have strong faith, if some people get really thrown by your vegetables, is what essentially He's saying our goal here is to glorify God and help them become like Christ. Right. So just don't eat your vegetables or whatever. But mm-hmm. that's the filter in which we're looking at other people and situations. Our goal is to glorify God and to help the other become like Jesus. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like that's 
so often, you know, we get wrapped up in the tradition of things or maybe what, what we're doing, what we're doing. And Paul's just kind of reminding like, well, let's, let's take care of each other. Can we look around at each other and treat each other gently? I like the way this begins again in the message version. Um, cause like Clark said it in the NIV and in other translations that I think it says weak faith, strong faith. And in the message version, it just talks about a difference of opinion. I'm going to read verses one and two. Welcome with open arms, fellow believers who do not see things the way you do. Well, that's interesting, isn't it? That's pretty tough. And don't jump all over them every time they do or say something you don't agree with. Hmm. And even when it seems that they are strong on opinions, but weak in the faith department, like especially then, remember they have their own history to deal with and treat them gently. And so... I feel like that's one of those things that whether you want to call it strong, weak, different spots in the journey, um, we're all encountering people, whether it's inside the church, whether it's whether you're at work, that are just at different places with us. Instead, so instead of coming at them, you know, with attack mode and like, wait, what are you doing? Like, can we just, can we be good listeners? Can we be slow to speak? Can we, um, can we actually, like, what does gentleness look like in your life? Man. I know that that's something for me, just in my own household, that is just like, kind of, we're talking about gentleness a lot. And so I appreciate what Paul's doing here. And he's saying, um, like Clark said, let's, let's edify the body. Let's hold up truth, but let's um, join together and do this in a way that doesn't look like the rest of the world. I think that's one thing that's just so appealing about who Jesus is, is that he says like, you belong, you belong, you belong, you belong. And none of you look like you should belong, but I'm saying that you all do. Mm-hmm. And so, and it, it's not an easy thing. Like Paul's writing to this church yeah. because it, it's not easy. And the common denominator in Jesus interactions is still the call to repent and follow Jesus. Yes. And so when someone says, nope, I'm not repenting of X, Y, or Z. Totally. And the Bible clearly says this is not helpful or mm-hmm. godly or God honoring. That's where then we have to start separating ourselves from those people and or that lifestyle Uh, because we're called to accommodate and meet people where they are, just like Jesus did, without ever compromising um, anything that God has called us to do in the Bible. So if you backtrack to Romans 13, and even if you think Mm -hmm. about Jesus in the Gospels where the Pharisees are trying to trick him, they're like, oh, we're going to get Jesus now. Here, give him a coin. Mm. Should we pay taxes to Caesar? And Jesus Mm -hmm. being awesome is like well give to caesar what is caesar and give to gods what is gods <laughs> mind blown well it seems like in romans 13 people are going like can we can we undermine the government and can we stick it to them and what they're doing is nonsense blah 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 and, and right. paul is essentially saying submit to the authorities in every way unless a doing so means you're disobeying god it's that simple hmm. so accommodate meet people where they're at uh, eat certain foods, meet them on certain days of the week. Or don't eat certain foods. Yeah, or, or abstain. Don't. Yeah, <laughs> abstain, so long as you're not disobeying God. Yeah. But at the end of the day, again, the goal is that we would love God, we'd love the person we're by, and we'd seek that they would become more like Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that uh, that's essentially what Romans 14 is about. Yeah, and it's like the end, I like how it ends too, because it's there's just this urgency. Like, don't get so caught up in these little knickknacks. Like, I think the language is like, wake up from your slumber, like that kind of thing. So this is, um, 
Yeah, for, I'll, I'll start at verses 12 and read on. The night is nearly over. The day is almost here. So let's put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us behave decently it, as in the daytime, not in carousing or drunkenness, not in sexual immorality or debauchery. Again, like let's hold on to truth, not in dissension or jealousy. Rather, oh my goodness, this is Romans 13. <laughs> I was confused. I was like, maybe you're, is this the message version or what's going now, on Now, you guys, I flipped back because you told us to flip back. And then I was like, oh yeah, that what that stuck out to me too. Oh, that stuck out to me yesterday. Because <laughs> it was yesterday. That's right. Anyway, well, I, the message is still the same. And it, it's just that, you, like, let's hold on. These things are important. You know, <laughs> there's urgency here. Like, Jesus has come. Like, we know the truth. Oh, goodness gracious. Well, how does... Now I'm back in 14. Okay. Hang with us. You're good. I think that was it for 14 then, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I don't really have anything else to add. I don't have any <laughs> jokes today. I haven't talked to Kirby about hers yet. I know. Well, if you guys haven't read chapter 13, go back and read 13. Yep. <laughs> That'll help you. It's really You'll good. You'll be blessed in that too. Yeah, yeah. Romans 14. Oh, and then man. Um, I want to invite you as always to service this Sunday. Um, as we continue on through Christian sexuality, we're still going to talk about singleness and intimacy this week, talk about what marriage looks like and the purpose of marriage in two weeks, and then sex and technology. Like, What does it look like to follow Jesus in a world, in a day where we have phones and tablets and screens everywhere and also makes many things so much more accessible? So we hope that you'll continue with us, keep plowing through the scriptures, and we're going to be uh, transitioning to Genesis shortly as a bible reading but also for our sermon series in a few weeks so yeah bobby what do you have well do you want to share with them where the information is again do you remember that off the top of your head i just feel like clark and i continue to have conversations with people who you know are young adult age or older that just say like i wish i would have known like the black and white about it or i wish that my parents or you know mentor whoever just would have been honest and spent time and just had more conversations with me and so that's you know when you hear that from multiple people I feel like that kind of makes your ears perk up a little bit like okay that's a really good learning and so if you're someone with teenagers or young kids or grandkids or any kids in your life which is probably a lot of you um, take advantage of these resources that church has. I know they're on the church website. Church website and church app. Man because it really I mean there's there's really good stuff there to just to help guide conversations, to make something that, you know, feels like awkward and like, I don't want to do this. That's like five to seven minutes of like pain, like something that can actually be an area of a lot of clarity and freedom and just tons of truth that our young people need from people who love them. And so before we even get to Genesis, there's three weeks, just, just be in these three weeks and utilize the information because it's, it's so helpful, not only for ourselves, but just for those around us, specifically those that are, are younger than us, that are kind of under our umbrella, our mm-hmm. care, too. All right. All. So there you go. Our church <laughs> website, church app. And if you have any other questions, uh, feel free to shoot me an email. Yeah. Unless you're mad, then you can email me at ken.corver at erc.la. <laughs> All right. God bless you. Have a great weekend. The Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give him his peace. Have a great day.